All right, here we go. Amazing. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good it morning, is chat everybody. with chat. Hey, we have Daniel with us from uh, Generation Joshua today, and uh, we're going to have a little chat. But first, I'm going to clue you in on some ideas for civics. Um, as you heard me say, this is Chat with Chap, and I am your host, Ginger Wade, and I'm glad to have you here with me this morning. So today, we're going to talk about some stuff that's a little bit civics related, and if you are aware of the law, which you should be, you know that we have to cover civics, especially in secondary. So um, there's lots of ways to do civics. You can do full curriculums, but man, you can take trips. I always took my kids to vote with me, and we always helped with... Um, Campaigns, yeah, take the campaigns, mail stuffing, knocking on, whatever. There's so many things you can do uh, with civics. And today we're talking with Jen Jay, which is very civics related. So very exciting to have you all here today. Very excited to have Daniel with us today. So Daniel, welcome. Thank you. It's so good Chatting to be here. Yeah. I, I, I was so excited to be on Chatting with Chap. Like I've been counting down, not even kidding. I've been <laughs> counting down, checking my calendar to make sure I was on the right Tuesday so I could be part of this. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so, Daniel, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe Absolutely. how you got connected with Generation Joshua. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so um, when I was uh, many moons ago, when I was a young uh, kid, I was homeschooled uh, in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I, I've lived in Virginia my whole life. Uh, my parents were were the rare combination where they were both public school teachers uh, at one point, and my dad was a public school band director when they started homeschooling me, and they just decided that homeschooling was the the right choice for our family. Mm-hmm and uh, became more and more convinced of that. I, I have, uh, unsurprising to the homeschool community, you know, I, I have a lot of siblings. I have, I'm one of the oldest of nine kids. And so all okay, of us were wow. homeschooled. All yeah. of us were homeschooled. Um, and when I was about 18, so right at the end of all my, you know, high school career and this kind of mm-hmm. stuff, uh, I heard of Generation Joshua and became involved in a local Gen J club in the oh, Virginia nice. Beach area. Uh, I was, I jumped in, I loved it. It was really inspiring to me. It unlocked the world of kind of civics, something, you know, I'd always cared about, Mm -hmm. I'd always cared about, you know, hoping our country was going in the right direction, but I didn't have the practical steps of like, how do I impact that? You know, how how do, how do I use my voice? I, you know, I did um, pro-life advocacy was what got me involved in politics at a young age. Um, and when I was a part of my Gen J club, I loved it. It was like a light bulb moment. And then I aged out. So mm. I got, you know, a good 18 months of Gen J experience yeah. or something. And so that was when they launched the leadership core, which is where we have our alumni can come back and staff programs and stuff. Cool. So I did that, volunteered for years, and then eventually a job opened up with Gen J. And I've been part of our full time uh, national headquarters team since 2013. So coming wow, uh, basically, awesome. yeah, 10 years now, and uh, it's been an adventure. We, we do a lot of stuff. You know, the mission of Gen J is exactly what you described, which is to mm-hmm. empower teens to understand how our, our process and our country works mm-hmm. and how their voice matters today and how they can make a difference. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, like you were just saying, when, when mm-hmm. you're in the realm of electoral politics, yeah. everyone, everyone agrees that your voice matters when you're 18 <laughs> and you're old enough to vote because uh, you should, you know, yeah. you should vote for me. You're 18. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah. Um, and now they say 16. Or maybe right, 15. right. <laughs> but, but there's more debate over, 
a young person using their voice before they're 18. And we have this revolutionary idea that uh, young people deserve to be taken seriously before they're 18. Their voice matters before they're 18. That's kind of an American somewhere, isn't it? Isn't that? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. basically. And it's also an American tradition. Uh, If you go back to the time of the founding, we have this this revolutionary pun intended idea that uh, young people's voices matter, they can change the world. And so our our mission is to say, what do you need to understand to go do that so that you're not just out there with a good idea and a big heart, but you know how to how to take it into the halls of power and you know how to engage the civic process for good. And so that's what that's what we that's what we try to do through a bunch of different ways. We have the local clubs. Mm-hmm. We also have our summer camps where we simulate mm-hmm. the entirety yeah. of the US government and we yeah. say come to spend a, a week of camp with us and you can run for president. You can be part of the house or senate. <laughs> You do can, better, right? <laughs> we've added in recent years we've added the media because that's also oh, a try to yes. do better thing we're like yeah. we live in an age where media and and politics are so polarized mm-hmm. and we're debating what is fact and what is truth and you know mm-hmm. what is spin because it feels like all of it's mm-hmm. spin. spin and exactly so uh yeah so you can come to camp and be any of these roles and then actually get your hands on it and say can i do better because, you know, it's really easy to armchair quarterback. That's that's yeah, the other sure. thing is like, you yeah. know, it's really easy to look at Congress and be like, what are you guys doing? Do you it. don't have your actor, you know, um, but it's also a lot harder if it was our job to make it go better, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and then you quickly realize mm-hmm. why that you like with Congress, Congress approval rating, it's always super low. If you if mm-hmm. you look at the polls about Congress as an entity, yeah. but if you look at the polls for your congressperson, your 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 uh you know, individual member of Congress, mm-hmm. it's always much higher because everyone's mm-hmm. like, well, my guy or my girl, yeah, yeah. My guy's doing, right, but... they're doing okay. They're doing their best, but together it's awful. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so, so that, that bears out in real life too. Cause it's like, you're like, listen, I tried, I spent a week at camp mm-hmm. trying to get my bill through. It was a great bill and I had some support, but then this other person has similar bill. And then we were arguing over the amendments yeah. of the committee process. So, you know, we, we try to bring politics to life mm-hmm. and say, let's dispense with dry dusty civics class of old where you know i I always joke and i tell people i'm like i say yeah come to come to government and politics camp you know i do i do i do (laughs) marketing i do marketing and messaging for gen j so i never say those words i never say come to government and politics (laughs) camp because the first thing people do is they're like Oh, back away slowly. I will let you nerds you know right we'll sign up for chess club next you know amongst homeschoolers that's kind of we, we we actually have a more friendly response because homeschoolers love chess and that it's kind good. of stuff um and a lot of homeschoolers love politics but we, we we basically take the dry dusty lecture put that to the side and say what if we kind of blended government class with an escape room and did Sweet. it for a week or yeah. in the case of what we're going to be doing at chap this year and mm-hmm. we're super excited to be back is let's do it in two days. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's where we get to our, our two day government intensives that we take around the country to homeschool yeah. conferences and basically anyone who will have us and yeah. say, let's take, you know, at, at our summer camps, we do kind of all the aspects of federal government and politics. Mm-hmm. We can't do that in two days. Yeah, so we obviously. say, let's take one aspect. So, mm-hmm. so we have, you know, each of our programs zeroes in on, on a different aspect, what we're doing this year at, at um, CHAP is I negotiate, which is yes. our general assembly of the UN. So we're taking it even right. bigger than the US. And we're saying mm-hmm. how, not only how does our government work, but how does mm-hmm. our government work uh. in relation to 
everybody else in an increasingly polarized yeah. world that, that yeah. is full of complexity. So anyways, mm -hmm. th I, that's a long answer to your very short question, <laughs> but you can tell I'm a little bit excited. We're, uh, we're, we're, we believe in this and we love it. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of what we're doing at CHAP. Are there any questions or anything like that? I can, I, or any further explanation you would like me to give about how I negotiate works? Oh, hang on. Are we there? Am I still with you? I think you're frozen. Am I frozen on your end? Hello. This is live, live TV for you. Hey there, can you hear me? Hello? Hmm. Hey, there you are. Got kicked off. Are we back on? I think I think we're back on. Okay. I lost you for a minute. Did you lose me? Yeah, I lost you. And then uh, it, my thing says we're still live. Yeah, it says we're live. So okay, okay guys, hey, we're back. Sorry about that. <laughs> we just had a, a brief note from our sponsors. <laughs> um, where where did I lose you? I was I was kind of on a roll there. Going on. Okay. Wait. Here you are. All okay. right. My, it says my connection's unstable. I might have to travel to a okay. different location. That's fine. That's all right. Um, but we'll see. If I start walking in the middle of us talking, just keep talking. It'll be we'll good. We'll do. Yeah, we'll all do. Right. We're gonna we're gonna keep trying this here, Facebook family. We're gonna keep trying to go. Um, where, where did where did I lose you? Because I was I was on a roll there with my enthusiasm about <laughs> I negotiate. Well, I was going to get into asking you about I negotiate, but what I was saying, um, and I don't know if anybody caught it, was how. This program this meshes with Rick Green, who's our keynote speaker. Oh, so cool. well. And Amazing. So I was talking with him last Tuesday and he was saying how they make the constitution not boring. Right. So yeah. which is very true. You guys yeah. make learning about government and not boring. So yeah. Um, yeah. it's just the perfect it's the perfect pair for the yeah. year. So and um that's and that's something, you know, that's something that's easy to say. Like, like I always joke, because you know, teenagers, they can we, we serve teenagers primarily, and teenagers have an amazing um, way to just detect, they can cut right through the hype. They can cut right through the spin. <laughs> yeah. and, and so, so it's like, I always tell the teenagers that I'm, I'm talking about, I'm like, you know, like, of course I would say we make it not boring, but like, I mean, like I'm an honest person, but like, you know, somebody, somebody whose job it is to work for this group, of course I'd say it's mm -hmm. not boring, but I challenge you show up and, and, and engage with it for a day or two. And then yeah. you tell me whether or not it's boring yeah. and, and overwhelmingly, the the teens who come they're like all right where's the next one can yeah, i come yeah. to camp how do we do this you know how how do i stay involved and and that that speaks for itself it's like don't take my word for it i mean yeah if that's what's going to get you in the door take my word for it mm -hmm. but but then take your word for it cuz you you know you you'll find out for yourself yeah absolutely so uh, i negotiate you're talking about it being um about the UN, yeah. what I read online was what was it human rights? Was that part of it? Human rights? And yeah. So, so basically, what we're doing is we simulate the General Assembly of the United Nations, which is the main body. It's where the main drama mm -hmm. happens. You know, it's like um, imagine any other like deliberative body, like Congress, where you know it's mm -hmm. it's it's the it's the floor of Congress. It's where it's gotcha. where you know you have your side committees, you have your you have your working groups, but 
the, the general assembly is where you know everybody's there together and the big votes happen and so we simulate the general assembly and all the sure. different countries that are part of it then we also simulate some of the committees and working groups and alliances um, but their mission is to work on a treaty that is typically we, we change it and update it from time to time so it mm -hmm. stays fresh but typically it's related to human rights and it's related to international standards gotcha. of you know we, we've done everything from uh from piracy and international laws regarding the you know international waters and and mm -hmm. shipping and cargo um we, i mean pirates are always a fun place to start yeah um, absolutely and and then we'll do you know do things about, you know, human rights and definitions of things like, um, you know, when it, where it gets really real in international politics, where you're like, okay, when you're dealing with uh, terrorists or something like that, like, you know, what, what yeah. is, how is it appropriate to get information? How is it not appropriate to get information? What, you know, mm -hmm. what are the, you know, who's defined as a military combatant, who's defined as a terrorist or a criminal, and how all of these things are in real discussion today, mm -hmm. between countries mm -hmm. to say, what are the lines? what keeps the good guys good and the bad guys bad, bad. Like, yeah. like, like you know how do we not become the injustice that we're trying to stand against mm -hmm. um and yet how do we also you know like 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 the stakes are very high where yeah. you're talking about world politics you know we we have in you know every student who comes gets a copy of our handbook which is which is kind of you know one of the more undervalued uh benefits of the mm -hmm program because the handbook is kind of like your your guide to the experience but then you get to take it home and we have some yeah. kind of you know some some great info in there and one of the stories we talk about in there is the start of world war one and how basically what led us to this to world war one was this ratcheting tension and fear and animosity and complex alliances between nations and there was a real diplomatic crisis there to say okay like, like you know basically it, it was a powder keg and everybody mm -hmm. was feeling like they they weren't sure where they stood they weren't sure exactly either they were misreading each other's cues they yeah. were um they were you know overreacting or underreacting or some combination of both and that those things still happen today mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. sometimes if we're lucky on on the good days wise and measured diplomats can can avert those those crises mm -hmm. can it can you know can can take a, a smoldering situation and keep it from bursting into yeah. to open flames and so it's all about diplomacy it's all about um i mean you know it's all it's also all about fun we we really encourage you know when, when you come to i negotiate you get to be part of a delegation from one of the countries of the world yeah. um so we encourage people to get into character, you know, as yeah. much research as you want to do. I, we, oh yeah, please. We had, um, we had a few years ago, th this, we have an element of the, the international, uh, politics at, at our camps as well. And, and I always think of a few years ago, uh, the Russian ambassador, the kid who was, who was assigned to be the Russian ambassador mm -hmm. for the week. This was probably five or six years ago, um, showed up in July in Virginia with a, fur like the fur hat like the classic yes. russian fur hat uh -huh. and don't know where they got this a floor length fur coat nice and i was like <laughs> you understood the assignment and you really committed i don't know you're gonna need a few water bottles and you yeah. probably need to rethink that wardrobe but the question but is did he have the accent to he did have the accent <laughs> it was amazing yeah 
So, um, so, you know, we, we, we encourage people to get into character and, and it's really fun. And the other thing is we, we build all of our programs so that you can start from square one. They're, they're designed to Mm -hmm. meet you at whatever your knowledge base is. So if you're like diplomacy, UN, what what is that? Is that like a YouTube channel? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Then you can, you can come in and we, we will make sure you're not left behind. You will get the info you need and you'll be on your way. However, Mm -hmm. we've designed it more complex than you know, it's not just for the the lowest common denominator so to speak it's also if you come in with a lot of knowledge and you come in with you know maybe you're maybe you're more of a political nerd like me and you're you're watching the news and you're following mm-hmm. international mm-hmm. politics really deeply you get to apply all of that and oh, and yeah. what happens is when you come into i negotiate as an ambassador you get a letter and a packet that is that is classified it's from your head of state and and your home country sometimes on the smaller countries it might just be you might be the only ambassador for the larger countries like the us or the uk or you know uh russia like there you might be part of a team a delegation and that's Mm -hmm. modeled similarly to how how it is in the real world and the um the letter really varies your briefing packet really varies if you're if you're representing the uk you get a very british uh, mm-hmm. briefing packet and you're probably mm-hmm. getting you know you're getting a letter from the prime minister you're probably getting a recommendation of what tea they prefer and yeah. you know what type of <laughs> what type of calligraphy they would like you to reply <laughs> in um but there's other countries where you know if you're if you're head of state you know if their if their name starts with like kim jong-un then you're getting a very different letter and mm-hmm. it's it's far less cordial and it's far you know mm-hmm. it's you're getting the um like real like real you're the, you right? the ambassador for now please don't disappoint me or <laughs> don't bother coming home right. we've already oh well replaced yeah, you yeah we've already replaced you you won't you won't find your family and friends wow. um so the you know so, so then the cool part is in addition to the meetings and deliberations and drafting that happens and i negotiate you also um one of the kind of mechanics of the way this works is we bring in addition to the staff that's running the actual session of the Mm -hmm. UN, we have a behind the scenes team of staff writers and these writers their job they've been trained to reply basically any ambassador at any point in the simulation can write correspondence back home you know back home to their head of state in their country Uh we have a team of writers that have really complex um personality sheets and uh data points that will reply in character to specific questions so so no i negotiate turns out the same no Mm -hmm. none of the you know simulations contain the same exact pieces because you as the ambassador are driving a major part of the the narrative Mm -hmm. and then your head of state will respond accordingly and they will respond in character so if you're working for a more totalitarian nation, maybe you're a really decent person. I mean, hopefully you're a really decent person. And if you're getting some directives from back home that you're feeling torn about, Mm -hmm. go ahead and and maybe consider letting them know how you feel um, and don't expect them to be uh, warm and receptive to to your resistance. (laughs) You know, like, whereas if you're, you know, my favorite country uh, being our country. If you're working with the U.S., you might expect to be uh, more backed up if you were making some, mm-hmm. you know, uh, principled stance of mm-hmm. policy saying, you know, Mr. President, I think that it would be, you know, the best course of action to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. 
maybe the U.S. is a little more receptive to something like that, you know. And, That's and so, incredible. Yeah, it's it's really. Yeah, I'm, this sounds like so amazing. Like, so well, I'm a theater person, so the, the oh, whole wow. time, thought of putting on personas, you know, and and going and doing that sounds. You amazing. should I definitely come. Too. You, sh- I mean, I'm sure but, you're going to be. It's yeah, going to be incredibly busy I'll, weekend. I'll be busy, yeah, but maybe I'll pop in. But if you pop but in, I'm just thinking, yeah. All the things you were saying about, I mean, they're not just learning about the process and let's do this and let's pretend right. we're doing that. I mean, they are like getting immersed in what the cult- cultures are like, sure, like sure. from the different countries. This is not just from the standpoint of an American going right. to the no. UN. I mean, no. they get to be, so you guys have done like we've, tons of research on this. Extensive, and- extensive research and extensive, extensive building out to say, you know, cause of course in your briefing packet, you get your countries based on the real world your country's stances, alliances, enemies, tensions, that's incredible topics that, you know, you're assigned very specific goals. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's like, make sure our enemy doesn't get nukes. Sometimes it's very benign. Like, um, you know, this small neighboring country is really uh, putting us to shame in their milk and dairy export. So we really need you to shut down on international trade of pasteurized milk because we think that we're going to have a trade advantage if we can get the you know, this is like random right. stuff yeah. like that um yeah. but all of it has grounding in in real life situations yeah. that's and, awesome yeah it's and if you're i i too have a, a bit of drama and theater background in me and if and you know if you have that bone in your body Gen J is a, is a very yeah. uh, great place to be yeah, yeah. it's it's that it's is really fun. excellent that yeah. is excellent i love that so Let's move on. We had some questions that came in. I thought okay, who great. better to ask than to ask you because you would have the answers to this question. Amazing. The, the first one that we get, I mean, and I'm sure you get this all over the place. We yeah. get it all the time. Okay. So it's, it's generally said that Gen J is for ages 13 through 18, you know, your secondary right. school aged kids. Yep. Um, we normally, we don't get asked on the 19 end, but the 12 end, you know, like, yeah. like is, is, can my 12 year old come, you know, I have a 14 year old and a 12 year old and let yeah, my 12 year old yeah. come like, so what do you think? What's your So that's that? a that's a great question and we typically say this. Basically the program is primarily designed for that 14 to 18. Same like you said if there's a 19 year old who wants to come we, we we'd love to have them. Um but sometimes it does work for younger kids. Sometimes a 12 or 13 year old can really thrive. Uh but I think it takes uh you know a a slightly more rare advanced 12 or 13 year old who's you know wanting to go up against an ambassador who's 18 and, you know, on the other side of the issue and the 12 year old is like, you know, Hey, yeah, we want to, I want to really engage here, you know? Yeah. And so if that's your 12 year old, if that's your 13 year old, you know, parents, you, you guys are going to be the best judge of this. Um, we'd love to have them, but at the same time, we also want it to be a really good experience for them. So if, mm-hmm. if they're a little more on the, the, you know, shy side if they're a little if they're not feeling like it's probably what they want to do maybe that's a good sign to wait till they're 13 14 because yeah. so it's like 14 i was saying 13 but is it 14 to 18 typically well not at a conference we, we usually go to 13 at a conference yeah okay. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. that's 13 is great 13 is yeah. great um and and so. 12 12 is the 12 is the age that's like a little more <laughs> Hit or you have miss, to know your kids, you know? right? Yeah, you have to you know, know your kids, kid. right? And you know, yeah. homeschool parents—they yeah. know their kids. So, they know your so, kids. Yeah, so exactly. if you're if if you feel good about it and your kid feels good about it, we're 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 excited yeah. to have them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great opportunity to um, interact, though. Like you don't want to, you know, yeah. have come yeah. and be nervous and, about interacting. And, no, exactly. Yeah. And and I mean, sometimes that's that can be. I remember when I was when I was thirteen, I was part of a 
a summer camp training experience where I was, I was doing, I don't know if you've heard of the five day Bible clubs where it's like we were doing these little like vacation Bible schools in neighborhoods mm -hmm. all around Virginia. And it was incredible training and, you know, ministry and stuff, but also I was just getting to like get up in front of people and speak mm -hmm. for the first time mm -hmm. and get some positive constructive feedback. Mm -hmm. And that can be an amazing thing when you're, mm -hmm. when you're a young high school student and you're like, Hey, wow. Okay. So I had to basically do an impromptu speech here and figure out my facts and my, you know, my mm -hmm. issues. And even if that's all you take away from it, if you're, if you're on the younger right. side, which you're going to take away a lot more anyways, but yeah. you know, that's valuable. That's really valuable. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. So the other question is, Okay, so we're only planning on coming to convention for one day. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it possible for our students to come for only one day? So obviously yeah. there's the first day and there's the second yeah. day. So yeah. you know, what do you think about that? So again, you know, we we love meeting everybody and we love serving as many people as we can. So like we we would we would rather see you than not see you. Um, however, I want to be you know full disclosure here and set you up for success that. It, it's a two day program and both days are important, especially if you can only come for one day and if you have to leave after the first day you'll get you'll get some great stuff. But you won't you know it'll also be a little annoying because you won't get the end of the story you won't see how all the issues okay. you know pan out. Mm -hmm. I would say the the most difficult thing to do would be to try to come for just the second day because then you're missing all of the orientation and all yeah. of the groundwork that really you know helps you helps you you know thrive. And mm -hmm. we could pair, you know, we could pair you with somebody who was there the day before and could kind of try to download some of that that brain dump uh, to you. Mm -hmm. um, but I always tell people, if at all possible, you know, the, the other factor is, you know, there's it's a it's a registration is for both days. So if you're just going to come for one day, that's not even the best value for your registration. So yeah. can you know if there's a way yeah. if there's a way to be there for both, that's what you're going to love the best. Um, but please, you know, if, if you decide it's worth it and you can only come for one day, I mean, we'd, we'd rather see you than not see you. So, yeah. you know, yeah. again, again, we, it's a, we, you know, we trust you, you to have the best assessment for, for you, you know, your family, your kid, um, but try to come for two days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you got to get the whole package, yeah, right. You yeah. know, like. When do you get to write home on Friday? Yeah. Well, then you never get the response. From oh, yeah. It, no, you exactly. So, that, that would be if it was me, for example, I, I would be so annoyed if I was if I was a teenager and I was like had just made my strategy, sent out all yeah, these letters yeah, and I was waiting for it. And then it's like, OK, and then and then you're like, I mean, you know, you're t you're texting with your friends you met that day and they're like telling you, oh, it's been crazy. It's been amazing. And you're like, tell me what's going on. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, okay, so there you go, parents. Those are our two most common questions that have come in about okay. team track and the answers to it. So um, before we wrap up, I just want to let parents out there know if you do want to sign your teen up for team track, you yourself have to be registered for convention before you can do that. So you register for convention and then you get a confirmation email. In that confirmation email is your opportunity to sign your kids up for team track. So a lot of people say, I don't see my confirmation email. Check your junk or your spam folder. Right. It goes there. If you can't find it, let us know. We'll send it back to you again. But then you can register and it is $50 for the two-day program. And like Daniel said, you're paying the $50 whether or not you stay for both days. So, um, but it is, I mean, you won't regret it, right? Yeah. You won't regret it. And from, I'm so glad I had you on because your description of all that goes into it and, and just how real the whole thing is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's such a great it comes opportunity. comes to life for sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad yeah. you guys are coming. I'm really excited well, about thanks it. Thanks for I... having us. We love CHAP. Actually, Glenn Birch on our staff, he grew up in Pennsylvania and went to CHAP. Oh, he, he, yeah. All the time. So, That's awesome. um, so he's, he's really angling to, to come this year. So. That is great. Yeah. My girls yeah. were there last year. I advocate. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And then they were actually at an I object, which was their favorite oh, ever. Yes. Um, they object were, is, is amazing. they were there. And actually when they did that, they picked the person who never gets picked. Whoa. I, I, I know. I, I was going to say, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I do. Yes. And that's she remarkable. Said it was a, they, both my girls were like, it was amazing. Well, that, was so they good, should, so. they should feel proud. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so it's cool. cool. So, all right. I'm so glad you were here with us today, Daniel. We Thanks so much for having me. To meeting the Gen J team at convention and everybody, yep. hey, get registered and sign up for Team Track. You guys will not regret it. All right. All right. Have Thank a you, great Ginger. week. We'll you too. See you later. Bye. Bye.